Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Let's talk about what I think is one of the most dynamic places that we fuck ourselves over. Let's talk about relationships and the big five. Can we? Can we just talk about this? I'm Crystal. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a facilitator of Access Consciousness. I'm the creator of Infinite Being School. This is a a conversation we're doing in the school right now and all around Access Consciousness that is opening up so many new possibilities. And for me, this is probably one of my strongest areas of expertise because it's the area where I feel like I've been the most fucked up. So I want to dive into this today in a way that only I can. If you've got questions or stuff coming up for you around relationship, here's how you do it. What's up for me is this, and my question about it is this, all right? Let me start out by saying this, hi, how are ya? When I say relationships, I mean all kinds of things. Basically, if you and another person or two other people, or another person are doing any kind of interacting, that's a relationship, okay? So that interaction could include, it it could not include that, it could, it, it doesn't matter. If you have other people in your life, you've got relationships, okay? So I am going to be talking about most of this from the point of view of a, a primary relationship and Everything I'm talking about is relevant to the people in your life. So let's start out by saying that anytime you have one or more people, basically two or more people in a mix, you can assume that you are not on the same page. All right. There's no same book. There's no same page. You guys are not on the same page. You might be vibing, getting along. Um, There might be let's call it chemistry. There might be this vibrational compatibility. You're not on the same page. You're two different people with two different sets of things going on. And you are two different secret agenda. Everything about you is different. You are in this situation for your own reasons. You're not on the same page. And this, I think, is the primary building block from which all relationships could flourish. But here's what happens in this big, massive area of relationships. We go into more presumptions than I can even count on one hand. And then we go into the need to react to prove those presumptions correct. I have about 82,000 examples. (laughs) So if we zoom out on this topic and really look at what it is you want to have as your relationship reality, what I mean by that is like, what do you want to be having with the people in your life? And what's required to get there? Here's what I notice about most relationships is that we we just make a lot of assumptions. And relationship is one of the most insane areas in life and on the planet. Sex and relationship, it gets really, really insane. And if you've studied any access consciousness and you've studied anything about the distractor implants, there's 24 of them. And every single one of these 24 things is meant to put your attention on something you can't handle. They are the presumptions that keep us looped into all the insanity. Okay. 
the primary distractor implant that loops you into all the other distractor implants, you're never going to guess which one it is, is sex. Now, I'm not talking about copulation. I'm talking about sex. Those are two different things. There's six different elements when we talk about sex. So whether you're having it or not having it or doing it or not doing it or resisting it or allowing, I mean, whatever it is you're doing around that, that loops you into these five elements where you can't change anything. And if you look at relationship, or let's talk about a primary relationship for a second, generally you are having sex or you started out having sex. This is not always true. I'm going to generalize for a second. Bear with me, okay? And then what usually occurs with most relationships is a, is a cycle leading towards destruction. So you start out with all of this passion and intensity and chemistry and all, even if you're, even if it's a, a strong friendship, this has also been true of my best and closest friends, whether it goes physical or not, like all this intensity, all this excitement about the, the energy that's generated when you're together and all this thrilling stuff that's happening and this vibing and this feeling understood and feeling seen and all this stuff, right? And then at some point, it, it teeters over a ledge, like it crosses some line. And at that moment, the whole thing starts dis destructing. That's relationship as it's done in this reality. That is big five relationship. All relationships from the big five are doomed. Absolutely doomed because you start out with a bunch of presumptions. Then you have a need to react to prove those presumptions correct. Then you need to get the right responses from your person or people that you usually don't get that you then react about that keep you in the presumptions. Then you've got all this implanted stuff going on that keeps you looped in and the need to save the other person. Anybody relate to this? I need to save this other person. So therefore I can't let them go. I can't let the insanity go. I can't stop because I have to save them, which creates the zero sum game of relationship where you get into it. It's really great. And then eventually it dies or you die and give yourself away for it. So my target while I'm on the planet for myself is to get access to choice beyond the big five with relationship. That's my own personal target. Now, obviously I have a new clearing loop in the shop around relationship. And if you've been following me for any length of time, I've only been talking about this with relationship for like the last three years. <laughs> And for those of you guys that know, I've used these, the first two elements to get out of a cycle of reaction that I couldn't seem to change that I'd been doing for a strong two years and the rest of my life before that. So really my entire life. And it changed in about three weeks. So I want to address, I guess, most specifically with this stuff, how do you change patterns with people that maybe you've had for a really long time. Does anybody have people in your life where you just kind of keep cycling in the same shit, right? They keep doing the same thing. You keep having the same reaction and you try this and you try this and you try this and you try this and you can't seem to change it. Anybody? Just me? So so that was definitely me. And for me, especially, again, I'll talk about the last two years, the stuff that I was reacting to was, was actually pretty unfamiliar. It wasn't stuff that I had reacted to previous, to this person, to this situation. And that caught my attention because, because it did, because I'm like, 
who does this belong to? This isn't, is this mine? No, and I keep doing it, almost as if it was an automatic thing that I just couldn't change. And so you've heard, you heard me talk about all the different tools that I was using, and there are so many different tools in Access Consciousness. You can do interesting point of view, I have this point of view, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, in the moment, when you're all fucked up, when you're like twisted out of existence, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, until the energy changes. It can work if you're persistent. You can also ask of a moment, does this belong to me? Is this mine? Now, usually what happens is we're so deep into that moment, into a reaction of some sort, whether that's a withdrawing reaction or an overt reaction, that we can't even get to the tool. That's usually what occurs. And so that's a lot of what I was dealing with. I would, something would occur and energy would come up and I would instantly react. And then after, remember the tools or, or even get into the tools. So it's always after. So then like four or five months ago when the first two elements exposed themselves, presumptive reality and the need of reactive reality, I felt like I had received the biggest miracle of my life because I instantly recognized what I had been doing. I recognized these elements immediately as exactly what I had been doing and what I hadn't been able to change. So what I started to do in those intense moments where I couldn't seem to help myself is I would get into that the energy starts somewhere. So I would notice the energy starting and for me it was usually here and it was, you know, and I would go, is this, is this, my need of a reactive reality. 100% of the time when I would ask that question, it was yes. So as soon as you get into that thing, that is your need of a reactive reality. And the thing about reactive realities is they're not choice. Anybody notice that? When you're in reaction, you're not choosing. And, and, and on top of that, you need to be right about whatever you're reacting to. So, And what holds the reactive reality in place is your need for it. The need for it is your need to be right about it. So, so I would get that sensation. This is after like two years of doing it and using other tools with no success. And I would go, is this my need of a reactive reality? Yes. Okay. Everything that is times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, buck, all nine shorts, boys, pogues, and beyonds. And I would pock and pod the presumptive reality and the need of reactive reality in the moment. Now, I'm not going to lie, I was busy. I was busy. I did this for about three weeks. I don't even know how many times a day. Now, it turns out I was living in a country in a situation that did not work for me. (laughs) But I couldn't get to that information because I was so busy reacting. Now, I personally made a demand of myself that I was going to get to the other side of this. I was going to get to that space of choice and clarity, no matter what it took. Even if it took the rest of my life living in Colombia to get there, I was going to do that. So I'm grateful for that demand because that allowed me and gave me the power to really use these tools when they showed up. So, So for three weeks, I handled the feeling of reaction right when it occurred. Instead of going into it, instead of indulging it, instead of letting it come out of my mouth, it would come up, I would take myself out of the room and I would go, is this my need of a reactive reality? Yes. 
right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, shorts, boys, povids, ambience. And I would pock and pod myself actively until about three weeks later. And then I ended up taking also a class with Gary Douglas. And I went through that. And I was finally able to access the space of choice. It was there when I actually got the awareness that, like, I need to make a different choice here. I need to live in a different country and invite him to come with me instead of the other way around. So so we did that and we're doing that. And we're instituting that. That's our story. That's our um, recent story. But if we zoom out and take this to the to the meta, to the what, how does this apply to you? What you got to get is that the things that aren't working in your relationship, you are the source of. Now, does that mean that you are the source of the other person not functioning? No. And are you contributing to the non-functionality with your non-functionality? So this is the thing about when you start working with other people. And, I, you know, I was having this epiphany today that I think one of the things I like about creating online is that I only really have to work with me and a, a few team members. But once you start getting out in the world and you start creating live classes, people with bodies, right, relationships, you then have to deal with people. And it's all, it's, it's, max, it's maximally more complicated when you start dealing with people. So most of us humanoids don't like people and would prefer to be alone. But we, we have people in our lives. We have kids, we have family, we've got, you know, like, part, some of us have partners, some of us have longtime friends, we've got people. So if we don't get good at the people thing, we're always gonna struggle with the people thing and the people exist. So are the people relevant? No. Is having ease with people relevant? Yes, because that's for you. So you got to look at what you want to have as your reality. I have found personally with this particular area that I have needed a lot of clearing. Like a lot. I've needed a lot of attention paid to me from me with in the moment stuff. And I've needed a lot of clearing loops around this. I did not grow up with great examples of much of important life skills. I was, there was training I received that was very helpful for my intelligence. I, I read a lot of books. I did a lot of music. I wasn't exposed to a lot of other kinds of insanity. But I, I did choose a family where people skills were at a bare minimum. Financial skills were non-existent. And those are two key areas of life. So I have had to unpack, unschool, and self-educate. Anybody else? So people exist. You've got to look at how you want to be with them and your quality of life. And I guess let me let me rabbit trail to that for a second, the quality of life thing, because for me, that was really the only reason that I went after this as hard as I did. I know a lot of people and I've been pretty happy. I'm going to put happy in air quotes on that one to live with a live either separated from most people or with accepting it for for what it is. I've been pretty happy just accepting things for what they are. It's like, oh, you know, like I'm not very close to my family, right? We all live in separate parts of the United States. We don't talk that much. I've been pretty okay with that. 
it's easier. And literally in the last few years, as I was going through all this stuff, it occurred to me many times that maybe I should just be alone. That's going to be easier. And Andres and I have talked about this. So he's, this is not a, this is not a shock. We actually talked about this really openly where we agreed. (laughs) He's like, I said, you know, it's easier when we're single. You get to do your thing. I get to do my thing. But of course, as soon as we say yes to being together, it gets complex because we've got two different agendas, two different things we're going for, two different ways that we care about how and what we care about. Like it's all, we're all, we're different. So all of a sudden, even just with two people, it's complicated. Now, some of you have parents and kids and extended family and longtime friends and all this other kind of people stuff, right? And we all have varying degrees of ease with all of that. I have never had a lot of ease handling or dealing with people to a certain degree. But once they get closer than that, then I then all my difficulties have come up. So I have needed a lot of clearing of all my presumptive realities about what I, what caring is, what relationship means, all my projections and expectations of myself, all my projections and expectation of another person. Um, Jesus Christ, it just goes on and on and on. Like my judgments about my body. I mean, then you throw in sex and bodies and copulation and all that stuff. This is a, a rich possibility that for the most part, we are bashing around and not knowing what we're doing. So I say that because this particular loop has all of my love, okay? (laughs) I feel like I've had the most personal experience with this particular topic when it comes to the big five. Um, And I know how intense this can be. Hopefully you are not as insane as me when it comes to relationship. And if you are, there is hope. And not just hope, there are, there are possibilities that exist beyond the need to react and the need to be right. Let's, let's do this. How much of the big five are you using to just tolerate what you have? And everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povets, and beyonds. How much of the big five are you using to play the zero-sum game with relationship are you choosing? Where nobody really wins, but nobody loses. So that's where Andres and I got to. We were like trying just to cope. Now, we are now on the other side of that and, and creating for possibility. But we really had to go through a lot of that to get to that. So it takes what it takes. Consciousness includes everything. It took it took what it took for me to get here. It took what it took for him to get there. I mean, he and I have been talking since he's been there and I've been here for this last month. And the amount of space and possibility that's opening up in his world is really staggering. And I knew, I followed what I knew to come a month early and have this time alone and give him the space. I knew that we needed it. And that wasn't possible before because we were busy assuming presuming that if we were to choose that it meant certain things and that's where everything just goes to shit in a in a handbasket so there's so many opportunities in relationship for things to go to shit and it's at those moments that you need a tool for it not to go to shit and there's and these exist with your kids with your parents with your partners with yourself for fuck's sakes 
And so the so the the opportunity for insanity with when you start to include other people is thick. What would it take to get access to what's true for you, no matter who you're involved with? And everything that doesn't allow it times the godzillion will you destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, call, nine, shorts, boys, poems, damn it. So I would pretty much run to clearing with Crystal and grab the relationship clearing loop. I wouldn't walk. Um, and if you're smart, grab the bundle because that's going to handle everything. But this is a gold mine. This is my personal love child. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. I am so, my gratitude for the Access Consciousness tools is unbounded because without them, I would not be here today. I could not have gotten access to my abilities with living. And so, whew, I've also been in class for the last five days, so my, I have a lot of gratitude going on right now. Um, please, please, please reach for what you need. You don't have to live in particular ways. You don't have to live in pain unless pain is what you like. You can reach for it and find the tools. So that's all I got. I love you. Share this with a friend that needs it. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.